0: G'day, punters. Welcome back to the punting monologue. I don't know where you've been, but welcome back. I'm here with Benny Clifton. How are you, Ben?
1: Yeah, good, Sonny. How are you going?
0: Mate, tip-top, never better. We got off to a flyer last week, and then it sort of faded away a bit, didn't it?
1: Yeah, well, we got the first winner with first mate. That was a pretty soft watch. Um, and then our best bet was scratched, uh, and we just couldn't quite get over the line in the others, but um, there was some really good market support for him, So I think our eye is in at the moment. We're back to Mooney Valley where we've had a, the first time we we're back at Mooney Valley it was awful the track was an absolute mess last time we did pretty well and i think there's some really good betting opportunities in this race um and we're going to be betting at the pointy end of the market. So um, there's there's a few favourites in this on this card that um, the market hasn't quite got short enough.
0: They're favourite for a reason, but they're not too short to bet on. I like it, mate. Hey, our eyes in. And in the words of Betty Clifton, the super analyst, we're going to pick the eyes out of this. So let's go straight to race one, where my Oman is going to kick us off. And guess what? I've just realised it too is a favourite. But it's nowhere near short enough. My Oman this week is Manzir for the Seinfeld fans out there at 420. Another little Oman that. Amur at 450. The Years at 460 in a pretty tight little field. Are we having a look here or is it just my Oman? Isn't it
1: one of the great episodes, that one, the Man's Ear?
0: Oh, the Bro is such a great name. I love <laughs> Man's Ear, but the Bro would work. People would buy that. <laughs>
1: um,. No, we're not going to play here. I mean, Manzi was actually the horse I went looking for because I thought it ran really well last start in a race that rated OK and got a a jockey upgrade up to 1,200 metres suited. But then there were just too many form lines coming together um, at the same time. Jewel Bay coming over from Adelaide, um, it ran really good time, was really short on that occasion. It's got to be a chance. It's had a lot of market support early in betting and even horses like Amur and the years up the top, they're coming from completely different form lines as well. So, there was too much going on. There was no sort of clear bet for me. So, um, we won't bet in this race, but there's plenty of bets to come.
0: Just the Oman, then. Just the Oman. Let's go to race two over 1200 meters. Mawalok or Mawalock, depending on which side of the river you were born, at 340. The prodigal son floating down in the basket at four bucks. And then it starts drifting. So, it looks like a race in two.
1: Yeah, it's sort of, it's one of the races where I'd normally like to get involved in. But first of all, Malawak, I'll start with it. It, was, it ran really big figures on debut. But I think the problem with this horse is it has drifted every start. You know, there's been no market support for it. It's off a break here and you've been asked to take $3.40 uh, about it. It just doesn't, doesn't scream a bit for me. So I thought it was too short. The other horse in the market, the Prodigal Son, this was a horse that we backed last start um, when it came from way back at Flemington to win. They'd want to be riding it a lot further forward in the field to... Um to win around the valley so i just think it's a completely different scenario for it so i couldn't possibly back it maybe the horse that oh the horse that i was going to say is a, of a little bit of interest is actually scratched it was probably from the wide gate that's a horse called Mizo. so they've obviously saved it for another day but too many queries on the on the horses in the market and huge field like this at, at Mooney valley i'm happy to stay here. fair
0: enough too you don't have to punt in every race because you win some and
1: you lose more let's go to race
0: three over 1500 meters mate our favorite is Robric, not rubric at 290 fists of fury at 440 then it's rip roar at six bucks
1: and el polder del sol at six dollars as well yeah and we're betting here we're, we're back in the favorite Robric. this is a horse who ran second of molly Nickers on debut who i've got a huge opinion of ran really well there then it just didn't Nothing went right for it at Caulfield the next start. And then it showed its true form up to 1,400 metres at Flemington last start with Damien Lane going on board. And the figures from that win were really good. Loses nothing with Mark Zara going on board. Drawing barrier four here. I think it'll lob in a really nice position. And, um and be hard to beat so i'm happy to back it again um the other danger in the field is probably fists of fury coming out through the reinberg form line reinberg's a really good horse on the up so can understand why it's in the market the horse is probably the weakness in the in the field i thought you know in the market was rip roar i just think coming out of a really slow tempo race i couldn't possibly have it so i think robrick is a high percentage play gonna map well coming off a, a race that rated really well i'm happy to back it
0: Love those high percentage plays, mate. Let's go to race four now over the mile, over 1,600 metres for anyone on the metric system. Our favourite is the cognac-inspired Hennessy Lad. Incidentally, Kim Jong-il's favourite tipple back in the day. That's by the by. He's paying 3.30. He'll rip at 6.50. And I'm a Shelby at 7. Then it's Cracker Jack Prince at 8 bucks and double figures after that, mate.
1: Yeah, and this is a race that is strong, but I've got a, I have got feel like we've got a cracking bet here with the favourite Hennessy lad. This is a horse who we've been with at its two runs this campaign, ran really well. It just feels like it's going to peak third up here, way down in grade two and gets a senior jockey on board from barrier three. So and I, th- I reckon we'll either lead or just sit in behind the leader and and be awfully hard to beat Hennessy Ladd. I can't see how the market doesn't come for it. So very confident with Hennessy Ladd. Of the rest, Legend of Dubai is made ground last start, but it's probably going to be way back in the field, and it's coming out of a $50,000 race, so much weaker race. And the 14 Hill Rip won really impressively at this track last start, but it was on the travelator on the inside. I think it was a flattering win, so uh, I think it's a weakness in the market. I think Hennessy Ladd is a great bet on the card.
0: Oh, you sound bullish. Hey, it opened up
1: around 4.40,
0: and at the time of recording is about 3.30. If that trend continues, for the loyal listeners getting in early today, should they be getting on now?
1: Yeah, I'd be happy to take that early price for sure, no doubt.
0: Terrific. You heard it here first. Hennessy Ladd sounds strong. Let's go to race five. Put that kettle on. Two and a half clicks. We've got Magnuspin as our favourite at three ten. Then it's Words. What's up at six fifty? Bainbridge Merrill. Jeez, haven't heard Merrill Bainbridge for a while. At eight bucks and Zay There's no way that is how it's pronounced. Is also in single figures at nine
1: dollars. What numbers that? Oh, down the bottom. Yeah, I'll probably pay that. Yeah, great. <laughs> this favourite Magnus spin has had a little bit of support in the market. It's been 3 dollars to 3 bucks. I cannot understand that. It goes to 2,500 metres for the first time off a win where it took advantage of the track bias and it just doesn't have the platform for 2,500 metres. I, I couldn't possibly back it. I think it's the lay of the century. So no way could I back Magnus spin. I went looking for other horses. The horse I wanted to back was Farrago, but it's got a huge figure at this track and distance. But had a, it's had thirty-five days off. I feel like there was a setback because it was scratched from this track a few weeks ago. So off the setback, I'm not sure about it. So yeah, we're not going to bet here. But yeah, geez, if you if you want to back Magnuspin, I wouldn't recommend it.
0: Walk away from Magnuspin, and Merrill Bainbridge's mouth is not to be looked at. Inhibition's our favourite in the next at Mooney Valley. We've got race six over 1200 and that horse is at $3.70. Then it goes to Croatian Bell at $6.50, right to party at $8, and something that I'm not going to pronounce from there. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't know. I, I wouldn't even start. In, infamedia?
0: Infamedia? I don't yeah. know. Come on, guys. Give me a chop out. I'm a bit dusty.
1: All right, we're with the favourite again here. This is, I reckon this is another cracking bet. It had no luck last start at Rose Hill. Uh, in a race that rated okay, it was three dollars thirty in the this in that race maps really well. Benny Mellon to ride it just it just screams a bet, and particularly when you have a look at the rivals. I mean, Croatian balwood has got form of the track, but I don't think she's any good. Beauty Rising was a nice winner before uh, before the break, but she's tied into Croatian Belle at a previous start, so couldn't be with it. Infomedia, as you mentioned, is the speedy horse, but it's first up at 1,200 metres, couldn't possibly back it. And then probably the horse who is a horse to follow uh, in the future will be right to party. It's a nice horse, but it's drawn wide, and they're unlikely to be trying. So I think inhibitions, um, great bet on the card. And this is another one I'd be locking in that early price of $3.70. Uh, it was $4.40 when I was doing the form, but obviously being back. Oof. We're at race
0: seven now, just over 2,000 metres at 2040. Our favourite is Braden Starr at 310, then Future History, don't get all spooky on us, at 460, Interpretation at 550, as is Jimmy the Bear. Pretty tight in the running there, mate. Are you on the favourite again?
1: Yes, we're just going to keep ploughing through the favourites here because they're just such great bets. And as I mentioned, I don't think the market's got a lot of them short enough. This Braden Starr's absolutely flying at the moment. Beat Hennessy Lad last start in a race that rated pretty good. Dropped six kilos. Looking for this trip, I just think it could go absolutely whack here. So, happy to back Braden Star. Of the rest, interpretation is in the market. I mean, it's a nice enough horse, but it made ground along the inside at Mooney Valley on that on that day where you had to be on the inside. So, I reckon that could have been a little bit flattering. Jimmy the Bear is the other horse in the race on the back up from that winner, Caulfield, last start. But time wasn't anything flash. I just think Braden Star here is a great bet. So... Let's go with it.
0: It's gonna be hard to know which one your best bet is, mate. You sound pretty strong on most of these. It's great. Well So I was I was initially gonna go with two best bets, but we've we've narrowed it down to one. Yeah, it defies the definition to have two best. It's like having two kids. You've got to pretend that you love them equally. We all know there's a favorite. Hi mum. Race eight at Mooney Valley is a sprint. Hold on to those hats. Our favorite is Omni Man at three forty. Oh my god. Acromantula. Some sort of spider, I assume, at four forty. Generation at the same price, and Sweet Ride at eight bucks fifty.
1: Yeah, we're not going to play here, but it is an interesting race because Omni Man, Acromentula, Sweet Rider, all coming out of the same race, which went terribly and um, they just didn't rate any good. There were no margins. You know, I went looking outside of it. The horse that I could have backed was Generation, but I just thought the market supporters found it and it's probably short enough now. It's a horse who has been a little bit hit and miss in his in his career. So, yeah, I'm completely against that form line that Omni-Man and a- Acromantula are coming out of. But um, I think given how many bets we've had so far, at least another one to come, I think we'll sit this one out.
0: Fair enough, too. Just imagine what you could be buying instead and set yourself that deposit limit because it is a busy, busy day of racing this Saturday. And we go to the penultimate now, race 9 over 1,500. And our favourite is St. Lawrence, the patron saint of the poor. Maybe not come this Saturday ARVO. That's at even money at the moment. Then we've got Deny Knowledge at six bucks, Aaron Bay at seven fifty, and French Emperor starts the double figures.
1: Yeah, and this is the one we've been waiting for. This is the bet on the card. Just ticks every box. So it's had two runs back, to St. Lawrence. Been impressive in both, but drops a whopping eight kilos here. Obviously going up in grade to get that weight relief. But I just think with its turn of foot, it could explode with this lightweight. So Happy to be back in St. Lawrence. It has firmed up a little bit this morning, so you were getting a little, getting a little bit better yesterday, but happy to take that price too, but anything in the black is good shopping. So St. Lawrence be awfully hard to beat of the rest in the market. Aaron Bay, I just I just feel like it's not racing right up to its best. It's win two starts back was in really weak company, so happy to be against it. French Emperor is probably the danger to danger to the favourite. Just ja- Jamie Carr jumps on board, was in the wrong part of the track, can improve and Maybe even deny knowledge, um, you know, she's a horse with ability, but whether she's going to r- uh, run a peak rating first up, I highly doubt it. So I think St. Lawrence, third up here, awfully, awfully, awfully hard to beat.
0: Oh, I tell you what, couldn't half put the mockers on it. That thing's already won. Let's go to the last at Mooney Valley over 1,200. Gringotts is now your favourite. It's coming from 7 bucks to three eighty at the time of recording. Someone might know something. Then we've got Najim Sahail. Hail the great man at 4.20. Had to do it. Maximilius at 5.50. Red Hot Nick. I'm going to go at 6.50. And then it goes a little bit deeper into the field. We're not going to bother. Has this thing come in from seven for a reason, Ben?
1: Yeah, it has. Gringotts, really nice horse. But the reason I'm having a bit in this is because it is so short in the market. This is a horse who is going to be the best horse coming out of the race. But, you know, drawn a wide gate. First up at the 1,200 metres, it sort of only didn't get warm until it went to 1,400 and 1,600 metres last campaign. I rec- I can't imagine them riding it forward from that gate. I think they'll go back. And it's just a low percentage play for mine. The horse that I'm going to back is, is your one, Najim Sahail.
0: Oh, you're not on Gringotts. Okay.
1: No. Q? Q?
0: Hail! Hail the great man! <laughs> oh, that stuffed your average, Gringotts.
1: <laughs> um, I just loved its first up win at Flemington. Goes to 1200 meters here, which I think will suit even better. Drawn a nice gate, push forward. There's a little bit of speed, but I just think this horse will be able to hold him out from from gate two and he's a horse on the up so happy to go with Najim Sahail I thought Maximilius um, although it was a winner at the track and distance last start will it still have the speed in its legs to lead um, its numbers were okay but uh, I think it's probably looking for 1400 meters now and Red Hot Nick is probably the other horse uh, with a chance he'll probably push on from the wide gate but I, I'm pretty confident with Najeeem Sahail Gringotts I'll be looking at for the future so uh, we've had plenty of bets and hopefully plenty of winners
0: What a busy day, mate. A lot of favourites, but a lot of them could be getting up. So it doesn't matter what they pay, as long as they pay. Just have a think. Is this a bet that you really want to place? I'm going to run through the card, mate, and you can correct me with all my failures. The first one you're not having a bet on, but I'm on the Oman here. There's too many form lines for Benny. I'm on Manzir for the Oman and the Seinfeld fans out there. Race two, we're shouldering arms again and having a look, but then it starts kicking off proper race three you like the barrier draw and it should get over fists of fury rip roar is a dud so you're on rubric race four strong race but benny sounds very very keen on hennessy lad could it be his best who knows we'll find out soon race five you're really confused that Magnus Bin is so short in the market it's the lay of the century my ears are burning. Race six, another favourite, another confident prediction from Ben. Get on inhibitions now. Could that be his best? Race seven, Braden Star is ready to go whack. Love it. Race eight, we're shouldering arms yet again. You're not a fan of the main fancies form line by the sounds of it. And race seven, guess what, guys? Get the green pen out. This ticks every single box and it's been on the Atkins diet, shedding a whopping eight kegs. You're on St. Lawrence. Could this be Benny's best? Race 10, Gringotts. Gee, it's a nice horse, but you don't fancy it. You're on, wait for it, How oh, the Great Man. Najim Sahal to salute in the last. Could that be Benny's best? What's your best bet, Ben?
1: St. Lawrence is the best. I think it'll be awfully hard to beat. Awfully, awfully, awfully hard to beat. There's no, I couldn't say a value bet because you know when people want a value bet, it's sort of double figure odds. But my next best after St Lawrence would be Hennessy Lad. So uh, I think this is a day where we can really hone in on the um on the favourites and pick the, pick the eyes out of the favourites, so to speak. And I think we've found it is. six winners, hopefully.
0: Could be one for the uh, the multi-punters out there as well if you want to put a few of those into something. So that's a pretty fun day of punting. I appreciate your time today, Ben. And good luck to everyone on Saturday. Just have a think about those punts and make sure you can really afford to
1: place them. Yeah, good luck, punters. Uh, See you later, Sonny.
0: Bye, mate.